made this mess? Okay, who made this mess on my desk? All right. Oh, okay. All right. It was me. It was me. That's true. That's true. Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and I am sitting here at my very messy desk. And I was just wondering if you could relate to the messy desk situation. And I have just finished a pile of crafting. It was a lot of fun. I was making embellishments for my junk journals and uh, recording some videos and this and that. And I am faced with the reality of the evil of my ways because there is stuff everywhere. I've got scissors, I've got rulers, I've got jelly pens, I've got everything all over the place. And uh, I thought I would talk with you about the, the state of affairs when a crafter has a messy desk. And is it a good thing? Is it not a good thing? Is it uh, uh, showing that there's activity in life at the desk? Or is it just a, uh, a lazy crafter who doesn't <laughs> put away their stuff? And uh, that, could be, that could be both cases, actually. But uh, as I'm cleaning up here, um, just like to talk about the desk or the space that you actually chose as your special place to work. And uh, we all pick something. You got to have a surface to work on. Um, uh, it makes it much easier if you have a surface. And uh, there's so many little nuances about the desk. I know with me, when I start to craft, even if I start with a perfectly clean desk, I am down to about a foot by foot working space in about 10 minutes. No matter what I do, it always seems to end up with that amount of working space. Uh, as soon as I start pulling out stuff and I start crafting and I start making the, the uh, ephemera and the embellishments and everything goes crazy and creativity is flowing and, and life feels great. And next thing you know, um, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy town and disaster pants here. I've got uh, everything is all over the place. So I am cleaning up and, uh, you know, it's kind of, uh, part of part and parcel of being a crafter. Um, you know, sometimes the craft desk is not cleaned at all. That exists in a lot of crafters worlds. Uh, I can handle it for about three days. I have a three day bell that goes off where I can't stand working in the small space anymore. And I need to blast everything off my desk, go through my clearing zone, clean it all off, pull out the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, cloth to wipe everything down organize all my little ink pads all over in one little pile so I know where they are and uh, actually I should put a lot of, I don't need to have 75 out on the desk why do I do that uh, I'm trying to uh, get into my ink drawer and use different colors so I'm breaking away from my classic brown green pink blue choices and trying some different colors so I'm putting those away and uh, you're welcome to come on and uh, clean up with me here if you'd like. Um, you know, maybe we can just spend a little time cleaning. I think it's uh, it's a good thing for the mind to set a clear, healthy space for oneself. But uh, this is not mandatory, of course, and this is uh, you, there's nothing wrong with a, a well-lived, well-rummaged desk that has crafting joy all over it. I totally get that and respect that. And uh, there's, uh, I, I honor that in, uh, for people's choices. Um, I don't feel like a craft room has to be spotless all the time. Uh, you know, uh, I would say that uh, as long as you don't kill yourself walking across the floor by um, jumping hurdles over giant piles of uh, scraps or fabric, or, and I have done all of this, so I am, I am definitely guilty. Uh, 
then it's a good thing. If it becomes a, a work hazard where you are uh, taking your life into your own hands just because you haven't quite gotten around to tidying up yet, then maybe, just maybe, it's time to con Mari your space. That's right, pull out the old Marie Kondo book and clean up, Sally, and make your life a lot easier just so uh, you can you can actually see things that you forgot you pulled out on your desk. And I misplace things all the time, as you will well know, and uh, well agree that uh, when I am making stuff, I can't find my basics, my scissors, my glue, my ruler, where to go, where to go, where to go. I live in the land of where to go. And uh, I know that there's tips and tricks around that, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to uh, apply them, but I don't always... Uh, I'm, I don't always follow the rules, and I don't always put my glue back at 3 o'clock and my scissors at 6 o'clock like I, I plan to, and I think it's such a great idea if my brain would only adhere to it, but I get caught up in the joy of crafting, and everything goes out of the window, and uh, then I am here with my messy desk. So sometimes life feels good on the messy desk. Sometimes you get to see things put together in a way because they landed that way on your desk, and you're become completely inspired by messy desk and it also keeps your items very close you don't have to do all that reaching and 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 everything is right there at your fingertips which is also nice so there are benefits to messy desk you know so let's let's hear it hi uh, you know hip hip hooray for messy desk I get it and uh, um, you know we can we can advance from messy desk there's also messy under desk there's messy over there desk there's messy you know table over here there's a messy bucket over there and messy basket over there and uh, there's just a lot of plain messy going on and uh, but I think that uh, you know when you see the messy you also see something that was really lived in you know somebody really got into it and had a good time there because uh, somebody spent that time to make that spot messy they went to town and and dug stuff out and rooted around and pulled stuff out and uh, uh, but but now I am getting to put stuff away. So um, as I clean my desk here, I thought I'd just have a little chat with you guys and uh, let you know what I'm thinking as I'm cleaning my desk. And you can kind of see how long it takes me to clean my desk. I guess it's going to be... I honestly don't think it takes more than 15 minutes to clean your desk if you really get serious about it. There's a little text block I, book I have uh, gutted the other day that's got to be put away. Here's some twine. Look, twine is out. That can be put away. There you go, in your little twine happy place. Um, okay, that big clump of stuff. There's a pile of ephemera here that I've been trying to go through my scrap piles. I have four big piles of scraps in different baskets, and I randomly grab a different basket and try and pull from that basket so I get some uh, new things, new ideas to make things. And right now I've just got a big pile, um, this little container on my desk. And uh, I'm just drawing, and I've completely forgotten about so many things that were in there. So I am glad that I did that. I'm sure that others struggle with the scrap issue. And uh, you know, there's, uh, I almost feel like no matter how much and how much time how much effort I make to use up my scrap pile, <clears throat> it's just never going to happen. I'm never going to get to the bottom of it. Um, there's just so many things that you can make with scraps, and uh, but I'm, I am going to try. I am committed to trying, and I think that's that's a good thing. Okay, so we're going to stick this pile, a clump, back in the scrap pile. All sorts of interesting things in there I forgot I had. 
All right, there's a little note to self. I keep a little uh, handwritten notebook on my desk for when I get a video idea or I get inspired by somebody's comment on a video or I think of a podcast idea or I think of a page layout idea. I capture, capture, capture. I mean, that's a that's a uh, help, very helpful uh, technique for me and I, I do it uh, several different ways. Um, one is just physically writing it down. Number two is I log it in my phone. I have this little notebook app that I grab everything with and I, whenever I think of it, I just pop it in there um, as soon as I think of the idea or else it's gone. And I can't, I cannot tell you how many good ideas I've lost because I just didn't capture it. So um, I definitely use the capture idea. And then, and then I came up with this, well, it's not really a new one, but I came up with a new way to capture, a different way to capture ideas if you're um, I just started jogging again recently. It's, it's sad. It's very sad. It's very slow, but I had to start. Whoops. Oh, no. Uh, still, yes. Are we, okay. Yeah, we're good. Oh, <laughs> I hit my phone. Okay. Um, I just started jogging again and I had to, I was uh, listening some, to some inspirational things as I'm jogging and I'm starting to get ideas of things I'd like to do in the, in the junk journal world, in the crafting world. And, and I had no way to stop and write things down, but I used, uh, this old thing I learned many years ago um, called the memory peg method and it's this way to help you you know memorize grocery lists um, a whole bunch of items it's basically you have to remember 10 things and then uh, these individual 10 things if you can um, uh, stick whatever it is with emotion onto that one thing that like, like for example cantaloupes uh, and you stick cantaloupes on this one memory peg and you use like emotion, a craziness and insanity since you sensationalize it. Like maybe I picture crazy cantaloupes uh, laughing and giggling or something. I don't know. Just uh, bring some kind of oddity to it, some weirdness, some, some, something that makes it stick in your head. It's a great way to help you uh, remember lists. I generally do this uh, when I'm grocery shopping. I, uh, I, I don't really take a list with me. I just use the memory pegs. And uh, there's lots of uh, videos and stuff like that and, and information on how you can learn that system. It's a great system, and I, I'm really surprised we don't teach it to all the kids in school because it would certainly help with basic memorization, which seems to um, bog down so many, so many kids in school. So, um, yeah, so that's what I do. I'm, I'm jogging, and I'm memory-pegging my ideas as I'm jogging. No, no pen needed. And uh, so that's how I'm organizing in my mind my ideas so that when I sit down at the table, I feel a sense of organization when I'm going to start. And that helps. I'm going to put away my pens now. And also the physical act of organizing the desk, I feel, translates into organizing your mind. Um, I feel more organized when I'm organizing my desk. I feel like I'm putting things in place. I feel like... Things are finding a home, and they're, they're, it's a happy home, and um, I'm feeling good about it. Now, I'm very aware, very, very acutely aware, that when I start to craft next, it will be a maximum of 10 or 15 minutes, and everything will be back to my one-foot-by-one-foot one space, and uh, that will be the amount of space I have to work with again. Um, because as I pull things out, and this happens, I'm going to put away some punches now. I need to pull out little punches every now and then. All right, we're about 95% clear here. Things are looking pretty good. I can actually see some white space on the top of my desk. There's some cheesecloth I used the other day. Tuck that away. Okay, 
So I am never alone in the garden. There was a really good line from a book I tore out the other day and I couldn't find it for the life of me because it was buried on my desk. And uh, that's the price I pay for having a messy desk. I lose the things I want to grab and uh, but then I end up grabbing something else. So everything generally turns out okay in the end. Uh, so here's some little bits and pieces. Some little doodads we made the other day. Here's a pin I used to close my glue with. Very handy, don't want to get stuck with that, nope. Here's some sprays and some glimmer mist. We'll put all you away in the spray bucket. Put my little dried leaves over there, my water bottle, my ever important water bottle. Do you keep a water bottle close when you're crafting? I highly recommend it. It's very good to stay hydrated while you craft because it's very, very easy, I've found, to get lost in the crafting where time will just disappear and you won't realize how long it's been since you had a drink. And I think if you want to rejuvenate your creative spark, taking a big drink of water is an excellent place to start. Uh, Sometimes that's what you need is just a little free flow. And the flow of water can get you flowing too. Now this may uh, cause a few more bathroom trips, and I know that's highly interrupted and frustrating when you're crafting. Last thing you want to do is jump up and run off to the bathroom, but sometimes that's part of the part of the process, and it's necessary. But it's more important to stay hydrated because your brain will work better and your ideas will flow more easily. So I say go for it. Um, drink your water, and off to the toilet you go. It's okay, and uh, it doesn't matter how many times you go. Um, just make sure. Uh, Uh, you're getting enough water, so your brain's working. Okay, here's some paper punch, another one I can put away. Don't need that one. And I would say we have pretty much wrapped it up here. So um, thanks for hanging out with me um, at the messy desk, which is now the cleaner desk. And um, now I have some elbow room here. I can actually make things to the left of me, to the right of me, in front of me. I've got easy access for everything I want here. And uh, um, I am... I am looking forward to uh, more stuff coming your way. I have a whole bunch of uh, video ideas coming at you very soon. And I've got some uh, different takes on things coming. Uh, You'll see them as they come out. Um, Basically, I'm going to go through uh, several of my older journals. Uh, One was for my husband. I made a specialty theme journal for him. And uh, it's on a lost treasure concept. And I'm also going to show you a journal I made to honor my grandmother. She, I f- happened to come into a lot of her old papers in, in her house uh, when she died. And um, she, much of it was from when she came over from Europe many years ago. And she actually saved all these little bits of uh, very old papers, ephemera, from the boat she came on. Uh, over with her young son at the time and and just so many very cool things and like grandma in a bathing suit which you know is not looking like the bathing suits of today at all very different um so i think you might get a kick out of that it's a it's probably the second journal i ever made and uh while it's not that fancy in style it um it certainly houses a lot of precious items and i just uh, uh thought you might like to see that so lots coming your way and um Um, I'll be popping out another podcast soon on a random topic of uh, the joy of junk journals. And I hope you're enjoying this series. They're a lot of fun for me to make. Um, I do have the YouTube channel, uh, if you're not aware of that, uh, The Paper Outpost. You can also find me on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm tweeting now. Um, I still can't believe I'm tweeting. 
but I'm tweeting. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much it. So I look forward to seeing you all soon. I love interacting with you with your comments and things like that on the videos and on Facebook and actually on Instagram and everywhere else too. So thanks a lot, guys. And I look forward to uh, much more coming at you very soon. Take care, everyone. Have an awesome day. And remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. <laughs> Have fun, everyone. Bye-bye.